Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have within you the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the soul, part seven. And before we get started, I'd like to say a, a few words about Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust, and she wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 20 Four volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The great need at this time is for experts in the life of the soul and for a group of men and women who, undertaking the great experiment and transition, add their testimony to the truth of the statements of the mystics and seekers of the ages. What practical effect should awareness of the soul have in a person's life? And what effect will it have in the world? Yes, that's a good question. There should be a practical effect, or otherwise it really isn't uh, the power that we have uh, said it is. I think there probably are several stages to the effect of the soul. One is an initial sense that there is a level of life that uh, one can live that is beyond the known outer world and all of its relationships and problems, the conviction that there's a an immortality that will enable us to live beyond uh, the death of the body, that our life as it is has a point that even if we don't understand it, has meaning and reason behind it. Those are some of the early effects of the soul. But there's another effect that often um, comes into play with people who make a, a real concerted effort to develop the consciousness of the soul. 
through spiritual practices of some sort or another, and that is that I think they develop a kind of a bifocal or two-track, two-tier um, way of living. They're, they become aware that there is the higher self, that they are a higher good aspiring being, and that light is shown into the life of the personality and begins to reveal a lot of shadows. And so, interestingly, one very noticeable effect of the soul is that it reveals all that is not the soul, all that is unredeemed, all that is still flawed and um, imperfect in what we call the lower nature, the personality self. And so you get this kind of split vision, and it can be kind of disorienting and um, discouraging until you understand that it's simply a shadow cast as every shadow is, a reflection of light, and you don't despair too much over it. Yeah, that's that's a good point to, to bring out that um, <clears throat> all is not sweetness and light necessarily mm-hmm. in the very beginning because once the soul begins to re- make a real impact on your lower consciousness, then the, uh, uh, the, the impulse to change and to become more like the soul or to act as if the soul, uh, <clears throat> that begins to make an impact on your consciousness and that can uh, present um, quite a lot of conflict because, you, you, as you say, the, the light begins to shine on all your all, all the bad things that you've done and you begin to make an assessment of yourself and uh, it's quite discouraging and <clears throat> uh, if you give up at that point, uh, that can kind mm-hmm. of set you back. Mm-hmm. But the point is to keep going. Uh, because it's only a phase and it's only a transition and it has to be just passed through. We talked um, in an earlier program about the soul being uh, a lighted way and it's interesting that it also relates to the parable of the prodigal son who uh, vowed to return to the father and the father rushed out to meet him. Well, the effort to make spiritual progress, to evolve in consciousness, to become more conscious as a soul, in other words, the impulse we could say upward, has a kind of a retroactive effect or response that shines that light down into the depths of the lower nature. And as you say, it's not all sweetness and light. So what becomes um, most visible is some things about ourselves that we might never have been aware of before. It isn't that we've degenerated and become worse. We just were blissfully unaware of uh, our unredeemed individuality. And as we progress into the light, we shine more light down into the depths of the nature so that all of it can become um, visible on the table for recognition and redemption. So it's a, a stage of the way. There are other things about the effects of the soul that are more positive. One is joy. No matter what's going on in the outer life, the sign of the presence of the soul is joy. And it sometimes is most noticeable when things are worst. Oddly enough, there can be this quiet, inexplicable joy. And I think it has to do with the realization that behind everything there is meaning, there is purpose. 
And that, that's kind of a quiet joy. It's mm-hmm. not a real uh, <clears throat> hoopla and happiness. It's, it's kind of a, a quiet joy and a, and a peaceful sense that everything is going to be all right, yeah, even though you're going through all kinds of um, conflict right now. And uh, also the other qualities of the soul begin to make an impact on your life, like, like the quality of love. Um, that's the basic essence of the soul nature. And, and uh, you, you begin to get a different... Uh, once the soul begins to make an impact, you begin to uh, see love in a different way. It, it, it transcends the, just the uh, personal, uh, fuzzy kind of love to a more universal, all-accepting, inclusive love. And, and that's a whole deep... Um, deeper appreciation of, of love that uh, one begins to adopt and take uh, take on. I think it's linked to the long-range vision of the soul, which sees the evolutionary path in a much broader sweep than our brain and lower mind can understand. And it gives patience and endurance and forgiveness and acceptance, as you say, not only of ourselves, but of others. And those are all expressions of the love nature of the soul. And another quality, is that, which is very practical, of course, is the sense of responsibility. That is said to be one of the first indications that the soul is beginning to make an impact on your life, is that sense of responsibility. You, you uh, feel more responsible, not just for yourself, but in your immediate family, but for the the community and the nation, and you, you begin to look around the world and, and see all the needs that are out there that need to be taken care of, and you begin to feel a sense of responsibility for all of that. And that's a reaching out and in the inclusiveness of the soul nature coming through. We could say that um, another practical effect of the soul is to make our recognition of the times when we're not behaving as the soul more visible, more remarkable, and more, therefore, upsetting to us. Um, As you were saying, Robert, uh, a little earlier to us during the break, that um, when we behave not as the soul, it causes more distress. And I think we could not recognize when we've missed the mark if the soul were not present. We would be happy as slugs if we were totally asleep to the soul. And I've known a few people that are probably (laughs) utterly content (laughs) with themselves as they are and with no aspiration to be anything other than what they are. Once that fire of the soul starts burning in you, you're never satisfied because there's growth and evolution. Well, maybe their next lifetime they'll experience it. (laughs) They'll wake up, yeah. But um, the discontent is divine that friction between what we presently are and express and what we hope to become is friction and that's what galvanizes and moves us forward it's an expression of the soul right it gives a new sense of direction and i think that that's also what the soul because we've talked about you know the seven rays and all the qualities of the seven rays and the soul is on a particular ray some quality of the rays and once you begin to uh, 
link up closer to the soul and begin to integrate with the soul, uh, you you gain a sense of a sense of direction, a true sense of direction. What you're supposed to be in the world doing, what your immediate destiny may be, and it could be anything in life. It could be what you're doing now, or it could be uh, something else entirely. And uh, but it 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 means. Honing in on that more subtle, very essence of your own being and try to decipher and what these qualities are and what this quality of soul is giving you in a sense of direction in your life. And that comes back to the, um, the plan that we have talked about so many times. God has a plan for the world, and the working out of that plan requires the cooperation of every aware and awake human being. The awareness and the awakeness is the soul. And as we awaken as souls, we become obligated, we could say, obligated by our own higher selves to cooperate in the manifestation of the plan. I don't mean that one will say to himself, it's up to me to solve um, the problem of the economic imbalance in the world. That's a huge problem but it's up to each of us to contribute towards its solution by the way we handle our own money. And the same can be applied to all of the the problems that face humanity. Because we're a part of humanity, we can contribute to the solution. And it depends on each and every one of us. That's an effect of the soul, the, the responsibility, and the realization that we're not just isolated units, but we are part of something much greater. That we don't live just for our own pleasure and uh, well-being, but we live on behalf of and as part of a much greater life. That is very difficult to define, but I think we can begin by sensing it. We start by being a member of a family, a community, a group, and it extends to being aware of being part of the one humanity and beyond that, part of the planetary life. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, The Soul, Part 7. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Valley book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Valley, I especially like this book because it can really launch us into the deeper books that uh, uh, take much more time and we explore uh, some of these topics in so much greater depth. But with uh, with, uh, this compilation, ponder on this, it enables us to read the abridged version version of all the topics and more or less develop uh, an order of priority of those topics that we want to approach first in the larger volumes. The special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. It's available for $16. So request ponder on this and the check or money order $16 to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And just write a little note saying you heard about the offer on the Inner Sight program. Also, if you'd like to contact us for any reason, uh, whether it's to order uh, additional books, cassette tapes of the radio shows, schedule of meditation meetings, or what most people ask for, and that's a general package of, inf- of general information that tells you so much about 
loses trust, uh, give us a call at our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. Once again, that's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Uh, many people key into the uh, LUCIS Trust website, and uh, you'll find out a lot of information on the website about Lucis Trust, about Alice Bally, uh, and also uh, so many different levels of Lucis Trust. But one primary reason people seem to key in is because they want to listen to the previously archived library of radio shows. So if you do want to key into the website, it's www.lucistrust.org. And also, uh, many of you have been uh, sending in donations. We really appreciate that. that uh, we appreciate your support and those uh, donations are tax deductible, deductible and they can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. We also have a meeting, in fact a few meetings coming up, um, one on December 17th, the 21st of December and the 28th of December, so uh, perhaps uh, Sarah and Dale uh, would be best able to tell you about those meetings. Yes, um, this December, the week of the 21st to the 28th, is the period known in the writings of Alice Bailey as the Festival Week of the New Group of World Servers. This is a very special period of spiritual um, impact that occurs only once every seven years, and this year is, is one of those festival weeks. We are celebrating it as we do each time with meditation, with group gatherings. The theme of our work this year is a celebration of living synthesis. And we are holding a meeting on December 17th, which is a Saturday afternoon that is open to the public, that is going to explore this, um, this theme of the new group of world servers as a demonstration of living synthesis through the meditation and discussions and the guest speakers we've invited, who, which include Mark Satin, who's a well-known writer and author. He's written a book titled The Radical Middle, and he's going to be speaking on the radical middle, seeking holistic, sustainable solutions to humanity's problems. I like very much that idea of the radical middle because it touches on the point of unity and convergence that is an expression of synthesis rather than the polarization that we see so at work in the world and so divisive. And our other guest speaker is Steve Nation from New Zealand who will be speaking on living synthesis in the emerging global community. So if you would like to come, uh, please give us a call at our uh, telephone number 212 if you wish to speak to someone about the events, or you can simply call our toll-free number and leave your your name and your intention to come. The meetings are not, um, um, there isn't a, a fee charged, but we do depend on donations and voluntary contributions, and it's helpful for us to know if you wish to attend. What more can we say? Well, it's, it's good to know if, you, if we'd like you to register just so we have some idea of the number of people who might be coming. And uh, it's, again, it's going to be on December 17th, uh, starting at 1.30 p. 
p.m. in the afternoon. It's going to be held at the Williams Club on East 39th Street. So if you're in New York or in the New York area, why please give us a call and come and join us on Saturday, the December 17th. I'll repeat that phone number again. It's a 212-292-0707. That's the number for the Lucis Trust. We also have several other meetings planned that week um, that emphasize the contribution of the new group of world servers. Monday evening, December 21st, is uh, uh, going to be a meeting uh, and group meditation on the esoteric significance, the spiritual significance of the festival week, and then a concluding group meditation meeting on Wednesday, December 28th. Why the week of the 21st to the 28th? Probably because that's the week when the sun begins to head northward, and in the view of the Ageless Wisdom, it's the moment in the year's cycle when the spiritual hierarchy begins its preparation for the higher interlude of the year that culminates with the great Buddhist festival, Waisak, in the spring of the year. But we'll delve into more of that in the meetings. Um, You're welcome to come, and we hope to see you there. At the end of the show, we will have uh, finished seven shows on the soul. Uh, We've done so much on the soul, on that topic, and I guess we can go on a lot more. However, uh, do you have any final thoughts on the soul? And furthermore, <laughs> well, let's see, There's there are probably a few points that we should re-emphasize. There is one thought that stays in my mind when we think about the practical effects of the soul that should be working out in the lives of each one of us, and it's a statement by Gandhi, who said, we must become the change we seek. It's very good to stand Uh, apart from the world, observe things and advise uh, anybody who will listen to us on how it should be done, how governments should function, how institutions and religions should um, work. It's another thing to actually implement the changes we think the world needs within our own lives. If we wish the world were at peace, well, begin with leading a more peaceful life oneself, and so on. If we wish there were better relationships in the world, begin by making better relationships within one's own life, and so on. And I think one of the other (coughs) factors of the soul, the important factors that we've talked about in previous shows in this series, is about the how the soul is that factor within us that never dies. It is an ongoing, it it provides continuity within this great stream of life between us and and our Creator, and uh, it is that factor that never dies. And I think today, especially, since this whole question of death and when it begins or does it begin and when it ends and uh, when, when life begins, All of that is so much contingent upon the factor of the soul, and it needs a lot more discussion in in the world and in our country especially to look into the whole question of death and bring in the fact of the soul because that is the, the part of us that continues on. The body dies, but the soul continues on. It doesn't die. 
continues and comes back another time in another body, in another place, in another family, and uh, it just picks up where it left off before, and, and it continues on. And this is the great cyclic evolution of, of God in manifestation. The um, idea that the soul never dies is also expressive of the fact that we need to take responsibility for our circumstances, meaning that we can't escape them. There is a kind of a responsibility imposed by the realization that um, life continues after the disposing of a particular physical body. And it goes against the whole inclination to suicide that we hear so much about today, as if that's a way out. It isn't, because we simply pick up the same circumstances and same problems on return, and we have to deal with them. As I listen to you talk about the <clears throat> questions of the right to life and so on, I'm struck by how much we try to legislate human behavior. If we just pass one more law, people will do the right thing. And yes, we are a nation of laws, but I wish more attention were given to the the individual legal guide within every human being that is the soul. There is this awareness of right and wrong and of responsibility and obligation that exists within every human being. And if our educational system were geared more toward awakening that realization, we might have a much better functioning society. But children are raised as if they are empty vessels into which we have to pour some information that will enable them to have a prosperous material life rather than awakening this indwelling guide and master that um, is capable of setting a direction for, for the life that doesn't depend on outer laws. Right, that, that child uh, is undergoing, has undergone many lifetimes before and is that little soul that um, is um, experiencing life, picking up where it left off before. And uh, it, it, um, what, what the soul is bringing through to is, is consciousness. That is the factor that the soul represents is consciousness. That's essentially where our consciousness comes from. It doesn't, um, at least in my understanding of the teachings, it doesn't rise up from our DNA or from our, our cells, our brain cells. Uh, it comes by way of the soul. And that's what gives us consciousness. It is what gives us life. And those two threads are what uh, animates our life in the world. Alice Bailey said that the soul of humanity is awakening en masse. And I find that such a thrilling and hopeful thought. I think she's right. I think we see that in the disasters today and the response of humanity to um, generosity and compassion for people whose lives are totally separated from their own. But there's a sense of the one humanity that makes us respond. This is an expression of the soul of humanity. And through all these tests and challenges, we are gaining a, a realization that we are bound to each other, that we belong to each other as human be beings, as a species, and we belong to the planet. We have to find a way to live in right relationship with the other kingdoms. These are expressions of the soul. And so as 
urgent as problems today are, I think it's a very positive and hopeful time. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. It's available for $16, so send a check or money order, $16, to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 100-05. Also, if you'd like a general package of information or if you'd like to call us for any reason to order books or cassette tapes of the radio shows, give us a call on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. The easier to remember it, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.